0: We'd like to thank our sponsor, SLC Guitar, for another sweet guitar riff. Welcome to another episode of Build with Breen Homes, where we talk all things construction, business management, and just have a good old time behind the microphone.
1: All right, man. We're on part two. Like that, We, we got into it on the last conversation, so welcome to part two, sir. Let's pick back up. So with the, which that makes a lot of sense. Do you think, what, what type of efficiencies do you think some of these giants will be, I guess, enforcing? or Chasing, or yeah.
0: Um, man, it, I would probably say early on I could have a job site, you know, project manager or superintendent also dealing with ordering their materials, so to speak. Okay. So doubling up on. Right. So I don't necessarily need somebody sitting in the office. I don't need an estimator also ordering. Yeah. Or I don't need a separate ordering personnel that's dealing with logistics and product management. Mm -hmm. Separate it from my estimator Mm -hmm. or separated from my project manager. You know, I think I could combine a lot of these things. A project manager or superintendent could also do some of their hands-on stuff. Okay. I, at least in my company, I'm seeing that. I separated those all out when yeah. we got too busy and things yeah. were even worse of a logistical, a logistical nightmare. Yeah. I found myself separating those out and hiring individuals for all those positions and creating these departments to do specific. Yeah. Projects. And now I'm looking at it going, hold on. I've got, I've got enough work for all of them,
1: uh-huh.
0: but yet I'm doing the, about the same amount of production I was doing two three years ago and we're up 10, 15%, but not dramatically. I mean, not for the amount of overhead I took on but I'm looking at the workload that they have on. Yeah. And I go, yeah, two, three, four years ago, we weren't dealing with pre-ordering and all the logistics of storage. Right. We weren't dealing with uh, the major overhead of SWIP and NOIs and NOTs and filing those with the city and having to deal with the reports on the job site every week and Mm -hmm. taking pictures. We weren't doing all that. Right. So you start to take on these extra burdens that have come into place, uh, you know, safety measures on job sites just in related to COVID. Right. Let's be honest, COVID did change some things, you know? So there sure. are some safety measures we look at, mm-hmm. you know, job site cleanliness, that kind of stuff. It's just all of those are things that you didn't deal with before. And now they become a burden to the contractor. And so we have people doing these things now within the, their, their similar positions or people they hired for them. I just think we're looking at everyone's positions going efficiencies back to your question. If I can take on more work, then can these same individuals that I have just take on more labor load? Yeah. Can they be more efficient in what they're doing? Right. If not, if I can't take on more work or I've got too many static contracts, do I need to let people go and go back to an older school way of doing things? Of saying, "Sorry, superintendent, you also have to be your own assistant." Right. Sorry, project manager, you also have have to be your own, you know, logistic logistics coordinator. Mm. You know. So how do you become more efficient? You know. And I think that's where builders are looking, going. Because the flip side is that was one of their, their uh, looking, that was probably the largest looking forward in 2023 mm-hmm. was efficiencies and operations. Their biggest concern of 2023 was rising interest rates. Right. Right. So if you correlate those two, it's going, are we worried that those rising interest rates are going to slow down our, our business? And now all of a sudden, all these people that we brought on that we're trying to create and be more efficient with, I got to start letting them go. Right. Otherwise, I have plenty of people here. I'm going to take on more work. You
1: know. That makes sense. Do you do you think like construction historically hasn't been uh I would say the most technology driven type of industry to be to be nice about it? Sure. Basically? <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you say in those efficiencies you've seen or have heard of a lot of contractors, you know, adopting a little more technology and.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, I still think we're at the the very, very tip of the iceberg when it comes to scratching the general contractors. Okay. Okay. We have efficiencies in, you know, I, let's go back to, 25 years ago when I got in the industry, you know, I, I was dealing with cell phones as they came in. I mean, that, that cell phone was a game changer
1: yeah, for sure
0: of being able to, to communicate while you were on a job site. Right. Right. And then it was around when text messaging came out. I was around when the Blackberry came out and you could actually access the internet and type on your phone, which was insanely cool. Yep. Right. Uh, and then the iPhone came into play and then construction management softwares came into play. Right. So I've seen my industry really, truly evolve. Uh, I sounded really old. <laughs> Shit, I'm not that old, everybody. Well, I didn't want to say anything, <laughs> but uh, so I'm not, not that, that old. <laughs> uh-huh. Damn it. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, but I, I've seen a lot of this evolve and I would say we're, we're getting better. And now you look at fast forwarding into a lot of this AI development and where I'm seeing it really disrupt heavily it is let's say one layer away from general contractors mm-hmm. it is absolutely disrupting architects interior designers you know anybody that's working with software i think it's going to hit engineers really pretty quickly mm-hmm. um i think it'll hit city and city processes pretty quickly i agree going back to construction being a logistical nightmare i i don't quite know i mean it's i haven't seen anything yet that comes out and says AI driven. Here's exactly how you need to put together your schedule, how you need to communicate with them here. We pushed it out to all of them. I, I do think that next step, in fact, I tried to write, I was trying to work on this about probably four or five years ago, a software that could take a 2d set of PDF plans Mm -hmm. and basically read that, read Mm -hmm. the characters on that, the lines, the dashes and create a construction takeoff. You remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was talking I with you about this, right? Yep, yep. The, I mean, I was a little ahead of my time and I don't have the head on my shoulders to figure out how to do it. <laughs> I tried to link up with the right people to say, okay, listen, nowadays I can take SketchUp, which is 2D, mm-hmm. and then I lift walls up and it says, here's your house. Yeah. And we can put that in a Revit model and I can move around it. I can walk inside out of it. There are some softwares that are going in to start to take those apart. But I do believe that in the near future, I'll be able to, upload a set of 2d pdf plans and based off the markings of an outlet a light switch a wall a window a door a measurement mm-hmm. you'll be able to have ai read that whole thing and say here's your errors here's your concerns here's how many square feet of wall you have for drywall framing baseboards paint tile whatever it is so more of a checks and balances? so my estimators go out the door or right it's just period. click boom okay. here's everything i need yeah and then i plug in my costs that creates my budget so I no longer need to create budgets estimating. I think at that point you could link it up to suppliers that say, go ahead and order one click order for me. Yeah. So I do think that that's coming. And now part of your logistical nightmare goes away.
1: Part of it It could
0: probably spit you out a sample calendar. But what good is that? Yeah. It's going to change anyways. Yeah. You know, we already have built into our software template calendars that we import into a job mm-hmm. and then move and adjust as we go. You know, so I, I think going back to your point with some of this AI driven material, there's, we talked about this one or two episodes ago. There's something about the physical labor part and the coordinating of job site management, you know, managing people that just isn't going away. I, I it's not. I don't see how, you know, and really. we talked about, you know, the, the on-site uh, employee versus the stay at home employee, yep. why this is where I believe we're kind of bringing this all back around. Mm-hmm. This is where I believe that the value of the on-site employee is going to start to have more value in what they do mm-hmm. than what they currently have now. Because yeah. right now, in, in a sense, society believes that like, Hey man, the tech guys, they're smart. Mm-hmm. They they operate the computers They make the money, mm-hmm. the laborers are just laborers. Right. You can find a laborer. It doesn't take a lot of education. But you had brought up when you, when you have somebody that can physically talk to somebody, answer a phone, shake a hand, and do work, their value, right. they, they have a high value on their head. Right. And I believe that those people that can manage other people, manage a job site, do physical labor, I think their value continues to increase. Oh. I don't see that going away anytime soon. Good points. Good points. I will tell you, I just this past week, um, I challenged my one of my my on staff interior designer uh, and business partner on the design side. Uh, I challenged her about two months ago when Chat GPT first came out. Mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, I, I I don't know where, but find where you can create images based mm-hmm. off typing in yeah a modern kitchen with white cabinets, wood floors, but yep. you know whatever it is." Uh, and she started looking around, and I don't know that AI world. If you if you're not a techie so to speak mm. it's kind of hard to learn yeah so she never found anything and i've seen a few people start to create some really cool artistry so i, I know it's out there and i just recently saw a couple of articles that referred back to an app that i had downloaded about a month and a half ago uh, called mid journey mm. uh, and it's it's you you open it and it <clears> looks <throat> just like a, a database right like it's it's not easy to learn it took me like two hours to figure out how to where to type to, to start to create the images. Um, and I wouldn't say it has any disruption from a general contractor's perspective, but in probably 20 minutes, I did, uh, three different images where I typed out, imagine, and then exactly what I wanted it to do. Yeah. And oh, it blew me away. I mean, it took seconds. It gives you four pictures based off what you type in that are examples. Yeah. And then you either say, I want to make some small variations to picture one, two, three, or four, or I'm good with picture one, two, three, or four, give me a high-res image. And you select it and it spits out the high-res image. And bro, talk about complete replacement for an, from an interior design perspective and an architect's perspective. Dude, I typed up, I was like, this is amazing to me. Like, I think the first, oh, maybe I can pull it up here, but I think the first thing I typed in was uh, give me a modern style kitchen with living room uh, where the kitchen has an island with a white countertop, the room to have a consistency, a white oak wood floor uh, with black fixtures throughout mm-hmm. uh, and natural light. Boom. And dude, it just creates this perfect space for me. That's insane. <laughs> like, dude. That's and it's, insane. it looks like a, an idea book that you would take to a client. Oh, right. Yeah. And say, check this out. What do you think? Yeah. You know, like I see hundreds of it, of professional designers do for me. For sure. You know, it blew my mind. Huh. And free. Yeah. Well, I think free. I paid I think I paid for mid-journey maybe a hundred bucks for the year. You know, for an account. That's nothing. You know, I think ChatGPT. if you're if you're doing the current versions, I think you spend twenty bucks a month or something like that. Well
1: they're charging you for know, that? Yeah.
0: you can still get a free version, but the free version hasn't been updated since I think 2001 wow. it's okay. a few years old okay so it only has data from the internet since back then yeah so if you want current data you have to pay That's pay to play so to speak it's pretty crazy
1: old cheat chat
0: yeah i was gonna see if i can pull up here and you'll go it's impressive right. don't let me slow down our discussion here no you're good
1: um the uh, other efficiencies do you do you believe that there are i guess you could say quality efficiencies that you could get for your company that could be offshore at the same time
0: oh absolutely i i have not gone into that yet okay but i know a lot of other people have okay you know whether it's uh bringing in bringing in and teaching labor uh physical labor that they can bring in and immigrate in properly mm-hmm. um or uh if they're using it for you know, engineering, architectural design, anything like that, bidding and estimating, a, a lot of that comes into play. I think where I struggle with that a little bit in my world is if I could use it anywhere right now, it's probably bidding and estimating. Mm. But I can't tell you how often I'm bidding and estimating for a client based off what I know I think they want. Okay. It's not what they tell me they want. Right. You know, because by case. the time they tell me, I just price it for my supplier and put yeah. it in. You know, it's just too hard for me to break that all down, you know? So typically as I'm doing an estimating job, I'm estimating out the sticks and bricks and budget categories for a client. Mm-hmm. And then we're going in and saying, okay, here's your structural costs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've either bid this out from our own takeoff software, or we've sent it to our guys to have it bid out. And then we've given you an appliance package of $75,000. Okay. If you want to vary up and down, we'll adjust accordingly. Right. But there are a lot of big companies out there that are going overseas. And, you know, again, I, I think it, you go back to this remote work here, stateside. If I can hire some guy in Texas or California or New York to create mm-hmm. architecture for me, mm-hmm. I sure as hell can hire in Singapore and China and Thailand and True. Africa. And, right. and, I, and I know a lot of people are doing it. And it's great. Mm-hmm. All right. Check out this picture of okay. my modern kitchen. Oh, click out of whatever. I just shook up. That's what it created for me in minutes. No way. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Yeah, this looks, this looks like a full-on... It doesn't even look rendered. No. We're going to interrupt here.
0: So anybody can listen to this conversation if they want, but then check this out. So that was... So next I said uh, a contemporary-style home... With an exterior featuring sloped land, mountain terrain using a mix of exterior design, and cladding of cement, metal panels, and light wood. And this is what popped up for me. That is huh. you can if, 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 if an architect show that to a client, you'd be like, dope, I'm in. Yep, sign me up. I love it. Oh, what can you build it for? That is insane. So then I did the last thing I did with uh, let's see. I said the same thing. This is how I explained the kitchen that I wa- or the bathroom that I wanted.
1: This is crazy because these are these are actual products. Like yeah. I've seen these yes. light fixtures and plumbing fixtures before. So that's Even my the hardware.
0: Well, and then you could roll in and say, don't like the brushed gold, but switch that out to black. Those fixtures are too craftsman. Let's go more modern, right? That's insane. So from an interior design perspective, it's gone. That, that that took me once I had figured it out. That took me less than ten minutes. This is crazy, isn't that crazy? That no, is crazy. So yeah, I, mean, I think in that world, I mean, talk about the disruption you can have. Holy crap! Right, what was the name of that one again? Mid Journey is the is the AI development that uh, you use for that. Mid-journey. And it's again, it was a little funky. I had to I had to chase it a little bit to figure it out. Um, and ask a few people and blah 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 blah, but okay. got there. It took me a couple hours. I was sitting there like, <laughs> this is how stupid it. It sounds so stupid. I was like, okay, I'm 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 following their get started instructions. Hey, yep. And I'm going through. Where the hell do I type this? <laughs> so I'm like clicking on the Mid journey bot, and I'm typing, image colon slash create this. Mm-hmm. Enter and it, it's like sending a message and nothing's responding and nothing's happening. I'm like, what the hell else do I type this? I and mean, it took me a couple hours. You're kidding All right. <laughs> I got it. I'm checking that out when I get home. Interesting. Uh, yeah.
1: All right. Damn. That that's kind of scary actually. But very cool at the same time.
0: Cool. It's scary cool. Yeah. It's scary cool. I, I think again. So this is where I I kind of come back to my comment of I think we are we are touching the tip of the iceberg in construction of where we can go. Right. I, I think we are going to be greatly disrupted over the next five years with AI, AI development, imagery, you know, efficiencies and what we can do. But I still think in my lifetime that you're not going to get away from the coordination, job site management, and logistics of what a general contractor for mm-hmm. the most part provides. And where I, I raise a little bit of an eyebrow or a question mark for a general contractor, I think there's positions within a general contractor, yeah. maybe an estimator an interior designer an architect that yeah. do get majorly affected by these now and over the next year. Right. But I think the concept of a general contractor that says, I'm going to take all of this and I'm going to piece it together. And I'm going to be the driver of this ship that makes it all happen mm-hmm. We're a long ways away from replacing that. I don't think that'll happen in my career. I think you're right.
1: I think you're right after living it, seeing it, getting better understanding of it. I don't know yeah. how you would be able to and it's take
0: that out. It's hard because everyone says, "Ah, oh, not me, it's not replacing me mm-hmm. you know, but i mean let's take let's step into the we all often talk about going to the gym right that's one of my obsessions <laughs> right. No one can go build that muscle for you. No one can work out for you. Yeah. We can come up with all these products and all these pills and all these supplements, right. but nothing can replace you going and straining your heart and straining your muscles yeah. to make them better and stronger, right? And right. I, I think that that's the same concept that I look at with general contracting. As I say, there's a lot of things that we can take to boost the concept of this mm-hmm. and that will change the positions within the company that I have. I just don't see... Some of our logistical coordination and management of people going away,, yeah. you know I mean, yeah, we can start to des- we can start to build off-site and import in we can uh we can start to create imagery, we can start to order like all the above, but it doesn't fix something physically being placed on a piece of property without some sort of management and control from a human being
1: some sort yeah, on site, yeah. I totally agree with you. So
0: then you just say, okay, well, how do you become, you know, back to these uh, these giants, these housing giants, how do you become more efficient with them?
1: Right.
0: How do you become more operationally efficient with the resources we have, the Whoa. employees we have, you know, and that's, it's hard. Listen, you know, when you run a business, it is hard to think, how does that change the employees I have, the staff that we hire, you know, who we fire, how does that affect the company? But you got to be willing to change.
1: So on that note this article or this survey with the housing giants do you feel like ooh let me mix this up with that survey and and the we're you a new you podcast got from that, <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like um there are any efficiencies that a contractor can build into their company that could help with uh, the whole stagnant contracts.
0: It's a good question. I haven't thought about it. I did, I tried, this was probably two months ago Mm -hmm. uh, when I first started and maybe three or four months ago, I first started playing around with chat GPT and it was kind of new in my world. Uh, I, took my contract and tried to just import it in and say, make uh, corrections for me. Yeah. And it, it pretty quickly spitted back some jargon of, eh, I can make some suggestions, but I'm not an attorney. Oh, okay. right. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I've learned with all this AI development and as you're communicating with it is the better you can, the better you can produce you can directly ask what you're needing, mm-hmm. the better answer you're going to get. So more
1: specifics yes. than anything? Okay.
0: And, and and what you almost have to do in these is you almost have to build the profile of who you're talking to. Yeah. So if, have you played around with ChatGPT very much? Once. Okay. So you, you can create new conversations. Okay. What you should do is go in and create a conversation and then name the conversation, the individual you told ChatGPT to be, right? Okay. So you want to go in and tell Chat okay. Specifically, you are a small business owner in the construction, like you want to try to hone down to what this mm-hmm. what Chat is in this conversation. Okay. And then you want to turn around and ask these very direct questions. Okay. Yeah. You know, so if if we're looking at like an area of how could we be more efficient within the contract, you know, I think you could probably go in and try to create yourself. A process that aligns with, you know, your company, which is different than my company, which is different than you know, Joe and Tim and Bob's companies, yeah. so to speak. Um, but you have to go in there and say, okay, can you help me create a sales process that aligns better with blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and protects me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from a stagnant contract? Yeah. Because let's be honest, you can't control your client and if your client says. Yeah slow down, pump the brakes, turn off the lights, whatever it is, you know, as long as you've got the right things built in, so what? Right. Right. I mean, if you can turn around to a client and say, yep, we've seen this before, this is how we handle it. Rock on. It doesn't cause a problem for you, you know, but I don't know. I, you know, I I guess I'm sitting here trying to make stuff up to sound smart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do a damn good job. Damn good job.
0: (laughs) Um, I, I think there's definitely a point to where I can say from my business, you know, I get a lot of people that call and say, can you take on work right now? And it's like, I, yeah, I can take on more labor of trying to get you to our contract. Yeah. And then once we get you there, we'll decide if, when and where we can fit you in oh, because you. I can't yeah. tell you how many people I talk to that want me to bid, want to talk to me about a, a project they have coming up, have an idea they want to explore. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're going to contract. Yeah. So I can be working with 30, 40 different prospective clients, mm-hmm. knowing that it might filter down to 10 projects over the next year and a half. Possible. Yeah.
1: There's a chance. Yes. Right. You
0: know, whether they're stagnant or not. So it's like, sure. Mm. So I've always said, like, I I continue – my prospective clients all the way to the point of, okay, we're ready for a construction contract or at least a letter of intent. Give me money and then I'll take you serious a little bit, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Like if I can get you there, then I can start to put you in the process and start to puzzle piece you around where you're going to fit in the schedule yeah. based on how quickly you're moving, the decisions you're making, the type of project that we're doing for you, the time of year that it is. That makes sense. You know, so it's, it is a, again, back to logistics. It's kind of a puzzle. You're just trying to fit all these different, you know, so can AI help me do that? I don't think AI can help me do that, but it could probably help me refine a process in a system a little better. Right. I haven't played around with it enough to know.
1: Interesting. Okay. All right, man. I think that is uh, going to be a wrap on that subject. Perfect. Um, appreciate you. That's we'll it. See you when we see I, it again. Yeah. No, that's I, it. Both, that's it. You I, got I me last time. I'm tired. Here. No, you got me <laughs> last time. I'm cutting it off right now.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. Brandon said it's it. That's nice it. Out. That's
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you. Later, bro.